listening to a Sharesies podcast. Tēnā koutou katoa, it's Friday the 6th of August. You're listening to Recap. Today, it's fresh off the press. The shareholder vote is in for the future of refining New Zealand's Marsden Point. Briscoe's Group has been having a few sales and they've also been reporting on its sales. And Beyond Meat tantalises with its second quarter results. I'm Alice Roundtree. I'm a financial analyst at Sharesies. I'm Jose Barbosa. I make podcasts and videos and things for Sharesies. And I'm Cassie McCrone. I'm a content writer also here at Sharesies. Oh, yes, it's what Casual Friday. Odds? Yeah, so we've got a guest in. Cassie. Hi. Hi. Welcome, Cassie. Hello. Thank you so much for having me in the studio. You're oh. so welcome. It's great to have you here. Cassie's a big, big part of the team here. Big fan. So we are here to recap some of the events shaping the share markets today so that you can be a more informed investor in around 10 minutes. And as mentioned, we broadcast from Sharesies, a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation. But first, we have a very important message. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money that you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you are looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. So to start us off, we have some hot off the press news, Jose, don't we? Oh my gosh, we certainly do. So this came in a couple of hours ago and the news is that the shareholders of Refining Refining New Zealand have voted to stop refining oil at the Marsden Point oil refinery. Mm, I remember you both flagging this vote last month. Yes, we covered how Z Energy, Z Energy Mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> indicated it would vote to finish refining at Marsden Point. In fact, uh, today fewer than 1% of votes were in favour of keeping the refining part of the facility going. So can you recap? <laughs> Do you see what I did there? Casual Friday. On some of the background to this decision. Yes, absolutely happy to. So Refining New Zealand runs Marsden Point. Its uh, three biggest shareholders are Z Energy, BP and Mobile. Uh, between the three of them, they own roughly around about 45% of the company and they're also its main customers. Uh, last year, Refining New Zealand started, released a study that said making fuel was becoming more and more costly and they weren't seeing the kind of returns they wanted from the refinery. Mm, So why has it gotten more expensive to produce fuel? I'm assuming it has something to do with COVID? Uh, Yes, COVID plays a big part. The lockdowns impacted refining New Zealand as well as the reduction in air travel. But Marsden Point's also a small refinery and they were fighting increasing competition from large uh, refineries in Asia that have better economies of scale. And that's led to this vote today to turn the facility into an import-only terminal. And what that means in the bigger picture is that all of New Zealand's petrol and fuel will be imported from Asia. So surely that has implications for New Zealand's oil supply. Does that mean that we're more vulnerable to shortages? Well, Refining New Zealand argues not really. Uh, They say you'd just source from a number of refineries in different countries. MB, the Ministry of Business, Innovation and Employment. MB always sounds like a Furby to me. (laughs) Like it's a spin-off of a Furby and I can't get my head around that. 
change it, MB. <laughs> uh, MB seems to think they're the, the same way, uh, at least they say they do. Uh, they reckon it's not a big risk to fuel security, but they are considering a lot of options for the government, and some of which includes increasing onshore stocks of fuel. Mm, have they considered just using a really long hose? <laughs> I'm sure they have. I'm sure that's up there. <laughs> I'm Top thinking. five <laughs> options. Um, and what does this mean for the companies involved? Well, Mobile Z and BP have all been subsidising Marsden Point to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, so that won't uh, continue to be a drain uh, should the uh, refinery stop um, refining oil. For refining New Zealand, it means they'll need new stationery. The name of the company will change to Channel Infrastructure New Zealand. It'll mean that a large portion of the site will be freed up. They're talking possibly about... um, Installing solar energy or storing biofuels, they'll get a tax credit of 400 to 450 million for the writing off of the refining business. They won't have to pay tax for a couple of years, they say. Um, although uh, important to note, the switch to importing will need investment of possibly up to 220 million dollars. So, what about the refinery staff? Because I think I read that it's quite a significant employer for Northland, and they employ around like 300 people or something. Yes, that's true. About 240 of those jobs uh, may go, and this will also have a big impact on suppliers and contractors to the refinery. I saw a staff article where First Union estimated that the refinery was responsible for seven percent of Northland's GDP. Wow. So what happens next? Uh, it is not a, den- uh, is not a done deal. Uh, Refining New Zealand's board will make the final decision around the end of November. It also needs agreement from its lenders to fund the conversion. And it also needs uh, supply agreements in place with its customers. So you know the, the three big fuel companies, Z mm-hmm. Energy, BP and Mobile. Cool. And we will continue to keep an eye on that story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking, I will. But Alice, what else has been happening today? Let's move on. Well, uh, Briscoe's is having a sale. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what? never Are you surprised? <laughs> what? They- what? What? <laughs> what? Oh, sorry, I just flipped out. <laughs> Get in. Get in. <laughs> Get in what you can. Um, it's good to know, though, because I have been on the hunt for a new oven mitt. Just but, one? Uh, just, just the one. But, Alice, this is recap. Not the shopping channel. So what financial news have you got for us? Well, uh, alongside having a sale, Briscoe's Group has also received, oh, sorry, released some sales results today. Uh, now, note that Briscoe's Group, it's a publicly listed company that we're talking about here. Um, mm-hmm. It also includes Rebel Sport and Living Giving. So it has Briscoe's, Rebel Sport and Living and Giving. Um, now, they're listed on the New Zealand Stock Exchange and the Australian Stock Exchange. So dual listed. Wow, double whammy. Um, that sounds cool. So um, what were the results they released today? Uh, the sales results are for the six-month period from February to August 2021. Now, they've compared these results to the same period last year in 2020, but Briscoe's have noted that they're comparing to a time when stores were shut for a period um, due to COVID-19, and that caused an unprecedented um, and volatile sales pattern patterns during the year. Mm, nice. Thanks for clearing that up. Uh, so how did Briscoe's do? Their total sales were $358 million for the six months, which was an increase of around 23% from this time last year. Now that was driven by growth in all three of the group's businesses. Uh, each one of those um, brands I mentioned before grew between 20% and 26%. Um, another thing that Briscoe's highlighted was that online sales were now made up uh, 16% of their total sales, whereas it was only 11% two years ago. Whoa. Um, Did they say anything else in the announcement? They're expecting to release their half-year profit results in mid-September, 
Uh, in them, they're expecting to make a profit of at least $46 million. That's compared to $28 million that they made this time last year. Awesome. Thank you very much, Alice. Anything else to report? Well, since it's Friday, I've got a wee, wee Friday fun fact for you. Uh, did you know that the Briscoe's Lady, uh, a.k.a. Tammy Wells, has been the Briscoe's Lady for over 30 years now? Get it, Tammy. Oh. <laughs> Oh no, that makes me feel so old. <laughs> oh no, I mean, she, she's an oh. icon. Yeah, queen. Uh, she's doing right. Yeah, this gets thrown around a lot, but mother of the nation, surely. <laughs> mother of low price deals, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> An advertising queen. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, what's been happening over in the States, Cassie? Well, um, I've got some news from the meat alternative market for you today. So, yesterday, Beyond Meats, the US developer of plant based meats, released its second quarter results. Okay, so how did they go? Um, it recorded, um, reported that revenue in Q2 was up uh, 32% from last year's second quarter at $149 million US dollars. Um, the company says that this is mainly due to food outlets being able to reopen their doors to the public as restrictions around the pandemic lift. Remind me what kind of products they make. Are they, are they in restaurants or elsewhere? Yeah, so they make quite a few different types of plant-based meat products, uh, like the Beyond Burger, Beyond Meatballs, Beyond Sausages, Beyond Beef, etc. Yeah, I love their name, yeah. Um, and yeah, so it comes in a couple of different flavours. Uh, so like one of the beef ones I was looking at is like a ground beef product and it comes in two different flavours, one of them being feisty and the other being beefy. So, <laughs> you know, pick your fighter. I don't know what that, <laughs> what that means. But. Feisty, beefy. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, the products can be found in some restaurants like Carl Jr.'s, Dunkin' Donuts, Del Taco, places like that. Um, but right now it brings in more money from the retail side of the business. So they're stocked in like supermarkets and Target and Walmart and, you know, those types. Um, and they're also relatively glo- uh, global. So you can find the products in 80 countries right now. Oh, yeah, that's I think actually it, quite a lot. Sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, I was, I was <laughs> going to say, I, I've seen your products actually in some supermarkets here in New Zealand. Yeah, I think it's like shortage right now. Like, it was, oh, really? Like, yeah, there's like a link to the countdown website and it was like Anna's stock and I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the, the Q2 results. Um, what else was in the announcement? Um, yes, yeah, so while revenue is up, Beyond Meats also reported a net loss of 19.7 million uh, US dollars for the quarter, compared to a net loss of 10.2 million in Q2 last year. They said that this greater loss was driven by um, expenses related to their growth plans, such, uh, such as increasing its number of employees, spending more on marketing, and higher freight costs. Um, and in a more general forward-looking statement, they noted that the recent increase in COVID cases could disrupt demand patterns, but yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Cool. So was I just dreaming or did Beyond Meats recently release a new product? Yeah, yeah, absolutely right, Alice. Um, In July, uh, it released Beyond Chicken Tenders. Um, So this is their second attempt at a chicken tendy type product. The first iteration came out in 2012, but got pulled a year later. They really, they really want to get tendies right, don't they? Yeah, they really, yeah. They're like, oh God, we need to just do the chicken tendies. And And someone in the back's like going, no, you gave it a shot and you screwed it up. Like, no. And they're like, no. Nah, man, we're going to do tendies. Yeah, and it's so long as well, like 2012, yeah. like everyone's forgotten. And I think literally like in the press release, it's kind of like never before chicken tenders. And it's like, we just, I guess, they're counting on us forgetting <laughs> the I'm, first ones. I'm glad to see as well, they're not swaying away from their, um, con- their really consistent um, naming convention, the Beyond Chicken Tenders. Stick to what you know. Yeah. Eh? Like, yeah, yeah. they yeah. Just really yeah. strong sense of self. That's great. There's great brand architecture so, there. Yeah. Can we buy these chicken tendies? Um, so no, not right. 
right now they're only available at some select restaurants across the US. So yeah, unfortunately we can't get our greasy little mitts on them yet. But I don't know, maybe sometime. I don't know. Do you want to? I think so. so sorry, that's what that is actually why I did a new oven mitt. Mine's real greasy. Yeah. It's too <laughs> greasy. I was gonna say I'm picturing Jose with his oven mitt, getting his mitts on his. Yeah, his like picks tindies. up the casserole and it just slips out and shatters on the floor because they're too greasy. I mean, there's too much grease on my mitt. Oh, uh, true story. True story. And that was Friday the 6th of August. You have been listening to Recap. And thank you so much for doing so. And thank you, Cassie, for coming on to help us out today on Casual Friday. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Cassie. And if you are enjoying what you hear, please give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next week, though. Yes, we certainly will. Matiwa, see you then. See you then. Bye. Bye.